the Just Saying podcast is proud to have our Riveter as our sponsor. Our Riveter doesn't hire military spouses to make handbags. They make handbags to hire military spouses. To shop these bags on a mission, please visit ourriveter.com. Use code BRIEF at checkout for 15% off all signature collection items. Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. Today, we're going to talk about giving yourself a tech timeout. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm really happy that you're here. And if you've been to the podcast before, super happy that you're back. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and also a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And the point of this podcast is to help you become a much more intentional communicator. And part of that is managing the noise in your life all around you. And technology is a huge source of that. So we're going to talk about making sure that there are moments when you are off the grid. Time out. Time for a time out. Why are we doing this? Well, certainly when I wrote the book Noise, I was thinking a lot about the environment that we're communicating in and how noisy it is and how many distractions and disruptions and information overload is constant and it doesn't stop. And I went down um, this path of thinking about ways, very practical ways for us to manage the noise in our lives. And one of those is taking a tech time out. And I want to talk about that today because it's something that I think that we need to go a bit deeper on. The idea of doing this is self-evident. Yep, I need to take a tech timeout. I don't want to be the person who's carrying, you know, technology and information with me everywhere. I need to, I need to uh, step away, so to speak. But it's harder, much harder than it looks, and the statistics are staggering. Um, you know, when I was writing the book, um, one of the statistics was heavy users swipe their smartphone, you know, over four thousand times a day, and we did research and thousand professionals. 70% of them admitted that it was the first and last thing they did every day. It was their waking thought and the last thought of their day. And if you just look back at history, I was just telling this to my son recently, go back you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and you know how you made a phone call and where technology was in your life, the first modem, how you connected to the internet, you know, back um, when I wanted to, when you wanted 20 years ago, you wanted to communicate with somebody, you know, what did you do? It was different. It was very different. And then the, the shift, the societal shift towards the pervasive presence of technology in our lives is, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And we don't, it's very incremental. So we don't even know, we don't notice it, how present technology is in every aspect of our lives. And now I'm not an anti-technology person. In fact, I'm, a, I'm an early adopter. So back when the first smartphone came out, I remember I had a Samsung Blackjack, and it was pretty cool. And I had um, a Motorola Pager at work, and then I went to a Blackjack, and then I had one of the first iPhones. And I mean, I've, I love technology because I love what it allows us to do. But I also look at the flip side of it and how damaging it is. And a lot of that research is starting to come out right now about how addictive it is. And it is terribly addictive because it feels good. I mean, the, the analogy that I would use, um, the, just kind of envisioning this, is you take a standard watch, right? So if you look at a watch, it, if you ask how many functions does a simple watch, not, not, not a digital watch, a simple watch, certainly it tells time, that's one. 
Um, it'll tell you the day, the date, and, and some of my military clients tells me they can be used as a compass, though that's way above my pay grade. I don't think I would be able to, ever be able to navigate using my, my, my phone. If that were the case, I'd be in big trouble. So a phone does you know two, three, maybe four things. If you look at a smartphone, I mean a watch, if you look at like a, a smartphone, how many things does that do? And the answer is almost infinite. Right? It starts with, like, I want to check the time, I want to use it as an alarm, but then I'm using it for email, and then I go from email to notifications, and I've got social media, and then I check the weather, and then I've got news, and I've got a game to play, and then I've got my, my bank account, and I've got another, another account that I check, and then I've got um, instant messaging, and I've got Slack, and I text, and the, and the list goes on and on and on. I've got a web browser, and the, inside the web browser, I'm going anywhere. I can buy I can online shopping, and I can take that same device and even... You know, an Apple Watch or a smartwatch, so many functions. Well, each function is a possibility. It's a possibility of a disruption. It's a possibility of distraction. So we need to take a tech time out. We need to make sure, be sure that there are moments in our day that we just, we're off. Think of it like like a, um, a store. You know, we live in a 24-7 age, right? We're always on. Well, stores... Open at nine, close at five. They used to in back of the day, right? So if you go to traditional retail, they open and they close. We should be the same thing with technology. We should, we should have, we should open and we should close. So look at your screen time. Is it up? Is it down? So every week I get a report of mine. Oh my gosh, my my usage is up, and I'm not immune to this either. I struggle with this. That's why when I wrote noise, it wasn't like, hey, I figured this whole thing out and I don't, it doesn't bother me. It, no, it's precisely because I struggle with it too. As a person that needs technology all the time, I have to figure out, okay, where do I pick my battles? And I, I have to admit that while I was writing the book, I benefited from that process of thinking about it deeply. And I had a phone nearby and, and I just came to the conclusion that, you know, I really work for the phone. It's my boss. When it calls, I answer. When it alerts me, I pick it up. When I hear a vibration or a noise, I, I check it. When there's an email that comes, I mean, it's constantly. I was like, it would say, jump, and I would ask, I would say, how high? And after writing the book, I don't work for it anymore. It works for me. And I set the rules. And I changed the rules because I was tired of working for it. It works for me. I put it away. So what I'm going to talk to you about today is how to take a tech time out and keep it simple. But this is a powerful thing. Um, the, the, the temptation, the lure, in some cases, just the flat out lie of how much I need it, it needs to be changed. And it starts with just think of like, like a, a football game or just take a time out. Soccer game. Just, you can't take a time out in soccer, um, but in football, <laughs> American football, you can take a time out. Time out. Basketball, time out. All right, time out. Everything stops. The clock stops. Everything stops. Same thing with technology. Take a time out. Everything stops. Okay, so think about the power of that just to start with. I have the ability to say when I'm on and when I'm off. You know, we, we have this temptation that we all think that we are 911 and that we have to be always on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. In the realities, we're not. Now, I get it. There are moments like, okay, my kids are out on a Saturday night. I need to have the phone in case they call me. Or, But 
if you look at the majority of instances, we're not sort of in that moment where, oh my gosh, something bad is going to happen. And I absolutely, I mean, if you look back at what actually happens, if you step away for a few minutes and you come back, nothing bad's going to happen. And we need to start look, being less dramatic about I'm 911 and I have to keep my, my technology on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That comes at a cost, right? That comes at a cost you can't sleep. Um, you worry all the time. You're always checking it. And the answer is for nothing. Oftentimes, or majority of times, for nothing. And when you check it, there's an alert. It's telling you something you didn't need to know anyways. So here's some things that I just want you to think about. In the book Noise, I talk about something called the 7 to 7 rule. Now, I'm not a strict adherent. that It has to be 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. But just understand that there's a starting point and an ending point. Uh, um, a business opens at 9, closes at 5. It opens at 8, closes at, at, at 8. It has, it open, the staff opens it up and it closes it in the evening. The same thing should be true to us. Don't check your technology until 7 in the morning. Put it away at 7 p.m. Maybe check it one more time before you go to bed. But what is the first and last thought of my day? Don't have it be technology. I was doing that, and it was, like, not good. And I realized, why am I doing this? There's no reason why I'm doing it. It was not purposeful. It was not intentional. I'm checking information to check information. There's no reason to do it. And I stopped doing it. I wake up. I have a first thought, and there's other podcasts on that. The technology is far from me. I check it at 7. I, I break the rule, but I at least have a rule that I can break. And it's called the 7 to 7 rule. That, might be, that would be my first suggestion in your tech timeout is to have a start point and end point of the day. Another thing, obvious as it might seem, is change the alerts and notifications on my phone so when they go off, I don't have this Pavlovian response where every time my phone goes off, I don't even... This is where I was working for it, and it wasn't working for me. I mean, now now I change that. I don't work for it, my device anymore. I change, I turn the alerts off. I don't have that response. I go back in my settings, and I turn all the alerts off of these things that are meaningless, actually. At the end of the day, they're meaningless. There are some alerts that are meaningful. You know, my, and my favorite's my phone. If they call me or they text me, those there's ways around that. And I'm not going to get into that right now, but you can figure that out. You're smart enough. But change the alerts and notifications on your phone. That's, that's a simple way of taking a time out. Another thought is just put it somewhere else at, during the day. Maybe I'm at work. Put it, you know, in a drawer. Um, I have a laptop. Put, maybe you go to a meeting. Put it away. Don't bring it. Be, be off the grid. Turn, turn the notifications. Put it on airplane mode. Put it away. Maybe at night. What I do is I put it in another room. Now, if my kids are out or I need, I might put the, the ring thing on, on high. So if somebody called me, I could hear it in the next room, but I don't put it on my nightstand. I bought an old school alarm clock, put it somewhere else. Another thing is just shut it off entirely. I mean, literally power it down. Turn off your iPad, your, 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 your tablet, your iPhone, your smartphone. Just turn it off. Not, not just, and you can certainly do it, put it in airplane mode, just turn it off off entirely. They said that that's a good, a good um, idea to, to help the battery life too. Um, if you turn it off, try to turn it off for an hour during the day. Just, it's 10 o'clock in the morning, you're at work, just turn it off. Right? 
back in the you know back in the day, if somebody called your house and you weren't there, they left you a message. But now it's like the expectation. I did this, the, uh, the an illusion of immediacy. There was a podcast that I did a while back. It's worth re-listening to. But the point is that we have this illusion that we live in that we have to be everything's got to be now. Now, put it on. Turn it off for an hour. Turn it off. Power it. Power it off at night. Uh, maybe f- for an afternoon on Sunday. Sunday should be a different day, you know. Maybe it's a, like on the weekend. Maybe Sunday you just rest, take a time out, just turn it off on Sunday. And certainly, and this is something I've talked about a lot, is the need for quiet time, scheduled, non-negotiable quiet time. Turn technology off during the quiet time. If you've got five minutes of quiet, scheduled in the morning, five minutes at night, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night, schedule it as an appointment, but don't have technology be part of that conversation. Paper, pen, book, you, your thoughts. That's it. Turn it off. You don't need it. So just think about that, right? We have to ensure, we have to be sure, certain that there are moments during our day that we're off. There's moments that we're on, but we don't have to always be on. We can turn it off. And at the end of the day, it's good. It's good for us. It's good for, it gives us an ability to rest, to think to not be in the sort of experiment of like how much I can just go down these rabbit holes. These are There's an endless possibility of disruptions and distractions. This is the ultimate rabbit hole. I start checking the time. Next thing you know, I'm email. And then I'm looking at this thing and another thing. And I'm down this, this path and I don't even know why I got there. Turn it off. Take a tech timeout. Just like in sports... I'm calling a timeout. I'm done. Stop. Stop. Okay? And realize, um, you know, when I've gone through this, I thought about this a lot, I do it, that I've come to the conclusion that I need it much less than I think I did. I need technology much less than I think I do. And so do you. Just saying.